everyone and welcome to this week's podcast. It's focusing on overcoming fluid retention for incredible weight loss. I thought the reason I would include this today is because there's so many main causes for fluid retention and it's one of the things that I personally have suffered with and still do occasionally. So a lot of these tips I will be including again um, this week to help me and I hope you will be too. The um, main causes then of fluid retention are food intolerance which we'll be talking more about all these later, protein deficiency, vitamin and mineral deficiency, um, medications like antibiotics, they affect our digestion and uh, the good and bad bacteria in our gut, low dopamine, that's the um, the feel-good, one of the feel-good hormones, and high sodium levels. So I've seen some clients absolutely shrink before my eyes by just following some of these recommendations. And uh, incredibly, I've seen some people lose up to 14 pounds, would you believe, in a week. So um, I'm not saying you all will do that. You know, personally, I would lose between four and five pounds by following all of these instructions um, in a week. So let's see how it works for you and how good you feel after it. I'm giving you a questionnaire, a questionnaire that um, is just a tick box questionnaire, but it will give you an idea as to whether um, water retention is an issue for you. Um, and the reason for that is that it looks at not only just water retention but also it looks at food intolerances and it gives you a really good indication depending on how many you tick um, as to whether there's a strong likelihood that you could be suffering from one or both of these. So fill in the questionnaire that's the first thing I would suggest that you do um, and the first thing for the water retention, I think, is a really good test, and that is to um, press the end of a blunt pencil firmly into your thumb pad and see whether it stays deeply dented for more than a second or two or whether it just goes back to, um, to normal. And the other test to do perhaps later in the day is to press the tip of your finger into the inside of your shin bone and see whether you can see um, the, the finger that has made a dent in that shin part of that sh you know, next to the shin bone. These are really good indications because a lot of um, fluid retention uh, tends to be more noticeable initially in the legs um, so give that a go and see, see you know, first of all, whether they sh that shows on that test and also how you do on the questionnaire. The body consists of 50 to 60 percent fluid or water and our hormones aim to keep the volume at that sort of constant level. So if you drink a lot of water, then your kidneys excrete the excess. But if you don't drink enough, then the body holds on to that fluid. And um, 
it can retain between sort of seven and 20 pounds in, in our actual weight. So um, if you think water retention is something for you, then it could be that you're almost holding 65% or more fluid retention. So it's really fascinating how um, it's something that can have a big effect on the scales. So water I've mentioned then you must drink enough water for um, the, the kidneys to do their job and to excrete the waste products um, but water doesn't come just from the liquids that you're drinking um, about a litre a day comes from the foods that we eat um, up to 95% is in fruit salads and vegetables 50% is in meat 70% in fish, 35% is even in bread and 40% in cheese. So based on that, most of us still need to drink about two to three litres. Um, and uh, there's a really good book, uh, which I can send you a link to it. But, but basically it works out that um, to be hydrated, we need to drink one half of our body weight in ounces of water per day. So, for example, if you were 12 stone, that would mean you're 168 pounds. Um, you divide that by two and that's so that's 84 ounces of water. And then you times that by 28. So that's 2.4 litres. So it's good sometimes to work out what the actual amount of water you should be consuming because the heavier you are the more water you will need to um, keep you hydrated. Um, issues with fluid retention is that it cools down our metabolism and it makes it harder for us to burn body fat. Um, so I generally look at um, including this pretty early on in one of my programs um, and also it makes our clothes feel tight, uh, mainly around the tummy and the leg area. So again, if we can reduce that, you know, people will notice quite a significant change in you. And also it, it means that we can suffer with conditions like aches and pains and arthritis as well, if we've got this fluid retention. So, um, so it's a really good thing to address as soon as you can. I mentioned food intolerance, water retention. Um, this is one of the biggest causes because you hold on to water like a sponge after eating certain foods that you are intolerant to. And if you eat several food, these foods several times a day, then you won't release the excess fluid. So have a look at that questionnaire, see whether you know your food intolerance um, you're able to tick more than two in that section because if you are then it really is worth considering taking out the key foods um, even regardless of whether you test to see whether you're intolerant the key, and the key foods are cow's milk wheat gluten eggs pork and beef so you know could you survive for a whole week or two without those to see how differently you look and how differently you feel. 
With food intolerances, as, as we grow older, our digestive juices tend to get weaker. So our stomachs become less efficient at producing stomach acid. And so our food then is only partly digested. And, um, and that means that when we come into foods that, um, that are partly digested, it can cause an irritation and inflammation. And this then means that the toxins and undigested food particles can go into our bloodstream because, our, because they produce high levels of histamine because of that inflammation and that makes our gut porous. So basically these food particles are going into our bloodstream and our immune system treats them as foreign invaders and that causes things like um, rashes, joint pains, headaches, mucus, stuffy nose, fatigue, um, also cravings as well. And funny enough, cravings for the foods that we're intolerant to, which is very unfair, but um, it's, it's a big, big factor. So the other thing with water retention is stress, because some people only become intolerant to foods after a period of great stress and that's because the stress is affecting our digestion and so poor digestion is again le leading into that leaky gut that we get um, from these food intolerances and inflammation in the body. So there is a stress connection and obviously we've been looking at ways to reduce stress um, but sometimes you know, that is really quite challenging. So um, food intolerance is something that we can control though. I mentioned a lack of protein. A lack of protein prevents our liver from making enough albumin, which is a kind of protein essential to prevent water retention. And this albumin attracts water from your tissues. So it surrounds it with water. So again, that makes us feel more bloated and and carry more weight. Um, the protein is needed to make hormones such as our thyroid hormones and our stress hormones and one of the signs of a thyroid deficiency um, is our metabolism slowing down. So protein is really needed to make the digestive enzymes to absorb the foods that we eat. Um, it's all about balance. We don't want too much protein because that dehydrates us and also damages our kidneys. Um, so think about that sort of plate split that I mentioned really early on in this process where you would want about a quarter to a third of your plate as protein and, and no more than that. I know some people when they did the Atkins diet they would just go for uh, you know a whole plate full of steak and again that's doing the opposite of what we want. We want to have balance. So for a grown woman we need about 45 to 55 grams of protein a day. Um, so if you send me a food diary, I'm happy to check how many grams of protein you're having if you're not able to calculate it yourself with something like my fitness pal. But if you're low on protein, your metabolism can really slow down by up to 45%. So 
that's that's a lot and severe dieting can do the same to uh, to our metabolism too so it's one of the things that we've really got to be careful of that we don't do um, yo-yo dieting and um, do too much of it so if I look at protein say a, a chicken leg with no skin on it is about 26 grams of protein one large egg is about six grams um, tofu 100 grams of that is about eight grams and uh, plain loaf uh, plain um, yogurt is about seven grams of protein so you can see that there's you know we have the ability to um, have a really good balanced diet having enough protein so that you have good levels of protein with each meal I mentioned your kidneys already. Our kidneys are the most important organ for controlling our fluid balance. And kidney stress can reduce their ability to siphon off this excess fluid. Um, they're affected by a few main causes and they tend to be too much salt, uh, too much sugar, too, too much protein and too much fat. And deficiency in things like um, vitamin B6, magnesium and selenium so those are the things that I'll be mentioning um, in a moment so I mentioned that stress makes water retention worse particularly when it's fat around the middle and water retention around the middle and um, chronic stress uh, chronic stress really drains away the strength and the energy that we have as well um, so we need to be a little bit careful that we control the one stress that we can control and that's avoiding sugar and stimulants because that has a big effect on how our body deals with water retention. Sodium and sugar then two thirds of our body's fluid has to live inside our cells and one third outside. This is that just has to happen. So water is attracted to minerals and if the mineral concentration inside or outside our cells is incorrect then that balance doesn't work so we need to get the balance correct. Sugar encourages our kidneys to retain sodium which then makes us um, retain more fluid and it also has that damaging effect on our kidneys um, causing enlarged kidneys and also kidney stones too. So when we produce high levels of insulin the excess makes the kidneys excrete more calcium and excess calcium then forms stones so that's one of the reasons why that happens. So kidney stones are more likely to form if we have a deficiency in the vitamin B6 and the mineral magnesium. I've mentioned magnesium already but I haven't mentioned um, B vitamins very much and B vitamins are our stress um, vitamins but B6 deficiency can cause severe water retention so um, and it's so common in those who are stressed and those who drink maybe a lot of alcohol or those on hormone replacement like the pill or HRT. Um, so just be aware that symptoms, if that's the case, include irritability, weakness, insomnia and poor coordination. So 
B6 and magnesium are needed to produce dopamine, which is the you know feel-good hormone. And that helps us then to secrete sodium and water. Um, so it's not only is it linked to low mood, but it's also linked to water retention. So I really think that if you think water retention is a problem for you, then taking um, a B complex or um, some kind of multivitamin for stress levels will include, I'm sure all of the B vitamins, including B6, is a really, really good idea because um, B6 and magnesium really work together. And so it's it's an important combination to have. Um, Things that you would want to be eating more of would be whole grains, nuts, beans and green leafy vegetables. So it's quite a coincidence that that's a list probably of all the foods that you've been eating over the last few weeks. Um, and they're the sort of foods that I would recommend, of course. So um, I wanted to talk a little bit now about... Um, water retention and and what you could do and I've talked about hydration and I really think that you need to work out how much water um, you're drinking and whether it's enough and whether you need to increase that I want you to look at your stress and relaxation and your um, and your me time um, looking at getting seven to nine hours sleep a night, ideally, um, and, and having consistency. So going to bed at a standard time, maybe 10, no later than 11 o'clock, ideally. Um, I'm going to send you a hypnosis recording, which you can just drift off to sleep listening to it. And that's sort of there to program the, um, the release of water and fluid retention from the body naturally. And also will help then in bringing you down to a level of what we call alpha theta, which is a very relaxed state and even thinking about your um, what you require and what you want out of this program at that time when you're in a relaxed state will enable the the mind to start working on it and programming for that to happen and then ideally cutting alcohol out of your diet just for um a period of time you know if you could do it up to 21 days that would be absolutely amazing um, removing all refined sugar. Um, if you're going to use any sweeteners, then I would say only use xylitol or stevia. Um, but the more you can avoid those, the better. And cutting out caffeine, apart from things like green tea, which obviously have a small amount of caffeine in them. Uh, stick to your three meals a day as and no snacking that's that's sort of standard through the whole program. And then having that protein with every meal. Um, and avoiding, if possible, you know, those those foods like red meat, pork, fatty meat, sausages, all those foods, anything deep fried during this time. And you're keeping to, you know, really good, healthy, clean foods. So beans and pulses, um, wild fish, um, white meat. Um, anything that's not too processed so really going for things like you know lovely salads avocados olives all those sort of things with lots of herbs and spices um, 
the pulses and legumes like chickpeas and lentils, nuts and seeds, particularly Brazil nuts, walnuts, sunflower seeds, sesame seeds, those sort of things. Um, and going sort of low gluten grains and cereals like oats, barley, spelt and rye would be much better choices um, and steering away from uh, the, the wheat in particular. And then going for other um, grains like quinoa and amaranth and buckwheat and, and obviously brown rice would be a good one to include. So they're sort of all of the things that I've been recommending through the whole programme. But it might be that you haven't taken out some of the the, the big things that affect fluid retention. And if you want to see a really big change on the scales or you've noticed that your scales are not moving or not moving quickly enough, then it could be that you've got the additional fluid that your body is holding. And it's really pretty common for you to hold, you know, this extra fluid. So I think it is something that you know, will have a big effect if you want to have a real sort of focused effect on the scales and you feel that you're getting a little bit stuck. Um, even if you did it for five days, it would be a really, really good level for you to see how much it makes you feel, how different, how much energy it gives you, how your clothes start to feel a bit better. And then you will know whether it's because... Um, that's been the reason for the stagnation in any weight loss, for example, um, because it can cause disappointment if the scales or our clothes are still not changing. And what I found is a lot of people find that the fat loss only becomes visible when the excess fluid is flushed out of the body. Um, and this gives a huge illusion of high fat weight loss over a very short period of time. I've had people say to me, gosh, you've changed. What, what on earth have you been doing? And that's within, say, a couple of weeks of following this type of program. So do the test, do the pencil or pen test into the thumb pad, do the test into your shin. And then in the morning when you wake up, because we want to get the fluid retention moving around the body, then I'm going to send you um, a reminder of an exercise to do, which I do as often as I remember in the morning, where I basically lie on my back in bed, not even getting out of bed at this stage. I wait for the clock to move to another minute and then I put my legs in the air and I cycle. I generally put my hands under my bottom because I want to cycle, um, uh, get my legs moving and a cycling so that that gets rid or it gets the movement of the lymph in the water retention in the body. And then when it goes over to another minute, then I basically shake my toes up and down. So it's almost like fluttering as you would if you were swimming, doing uh, the crawl, how you would treat your toes behind you. We're doing that in the air, so the, the feet are in the air. So we're really getting and replacing then with that. The cycle movement is to um, release some of the fluid in our in our lymph glands and then the fluttering is to bring that lymph down and to um, get it moving through the body it's a great little exercise to do and even if you struggle with that you can always put your um, 
your bottom near a wall and put your legs up near um, near the the wall so that they're up in the air and you can try that that way if that's easier for you but whatever way it's a great way to get the fluid and the movement and fluid retention going through the body so give that a go and um, I'll be supporting you over the next week just so that you can see um, how well you're you're doing this even if this is not the right week for you to do it bear this in mind make a note of it and do it at any stage in the future when you know this is the week or these is this is when I got five days or two weeks or whatever the period of time is don't be put off by saying it's got to be 21 days because it hasn't any amount of time that you spend on this the better really um so I hope these tips will make you feel better, make your clothes feel better. And if you've got any questions, you know where I am. I'm here to support you through the week. Have a fantastic week. Contact me if you need more help or motivation. Bye now until the next time. Take care.